Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back, Buds and Sports. Year. We are back with the weekly recap. Week 10. Week 10. Can you believe it? We're at week 10 already? We're past the midway point officially. <sighs> sad, but sad, but the, half. sad, but this season has been pretty interesting to say the yes. least. Yes, very different, very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't can't complain. We yeah. are your host. I am Spuddy McGee. How's it going? What's happening? What's the deal? Besides me is Francis. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's just two of us tonight. Dougie's out, Dougie. Dougie's out with, uh, I want to say a sore throat for right now. Yeah. Recovering mode. So he'll be back with us next week, hopefully. Hopefully the throat gets better. But let's jump on the recap right now and start off with the Sunday night game. The Sunday night game. The most exciting game on the slate. <laughs> 49ers versus Chargers. Um, IR versus IR. IR versus IR. Uh, I mean, I'll take I'll take a dub any weekend. But am I saying that I feel great about it? Like how it looked? Not really. In the first half, I mean that I uh, I believe Chargers first drive they scored a touchdown. Um, it was just too easy, mm-hmm. you know. And, and yes, Herbert is a good quarterback. He's going to throw some accurate passes, but, yeah, I mean, he was dotting us up with DeAndre Carter, Palmer. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's what bothers me. Um, I I know our secondary is pretty weak right now. Uh, Verrett's not there. Mosley's not there. But mm-hmm. even then, uh, even when we're fully healthy, that's still our weaker side of, mm-hmm. of the defense. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was kind of like... I was worried in the beginning because I'm like, man, don't tell me I'm about to see these fourth string wide receivers the beat fact, us. Hey, the fact, because really the only the fact that you're saying their names, DeAndre Carter, Joshua Palmer, like, damn, these are household names. No, they're not. They're not household names. <laughs> oh, snaps. It, 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 if he. Yeah, it, it was bad, but CMC, uh, he was getting, he was, he was, he was going early, man. That guy's efficient. I love how he hits the hole. Um, it, it, it reminds me of like when he, when he passes through the hole, it's like there's that Mario Kart boosty on the bottom, mm-hmm. like right, you know, it's like it's, it's so different from just a, a, a regular back or like a Trey Sermon. When we had Trey Sermon, did not have those boosties hitting the hole, yeah. but. That's what I love about Christian McCaffrey. He has great vision. Um, sometimes when I don't, when I don't even see an opening from my couch on TV, he just slips through the line somehow and and gains about mm-hmm. seven to ten yards. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was good. Go- that was good early. I wish we stuck with it more early on because he was efficient, but. Mm-hmm. It seemed like after he got a, a few uh, efficient runs, we started using him like for fakes. Like we faked it to him, and we went somewhere else. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you know, but I, I would have liked to see a little more touches for CMC. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. Elijah Mitchell did get a good chunk of the carries. He did, and Elijah did look good for his first game back. Mm -hmm, He Um, did. So that that duo is going to be nice, keeping them fresh. Um, In the end, our defense started doing their thing, and I mean, our offense did just enough. Um, I mean, we got we were we were driving on them all game basically for the most part, but for a lot of those drives, we had to settle for a field goal, and that's not going to get us far in the long run. Yeah. Um, Especially versus a good team, or if if we make the playoffs and or you know we're playing a playoff game, we have to finish those drives, and that is probably the most frustrating thing about this Shanahan offense is not just this season, but uh, there was a couple of seasons, or even there was one or two seasons where we were probably bottom five in red zone uh, percentage conversion. Yeah, um, you know, it's like we get there, we can get there, but. For some reason, we just have trouble punching it in. Um, Debo deserves more touches. Yeah, it is crazy. Debo mm-hmm. deserves more touches. Um, I get it. This offense is loaded, and you know we 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 have to spread the ball around. But Debo is a huge is is a is a different thing. It's a different beast. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, I, you know, no, I agree with you. Like. Like, if you just are looking, I mean, one thing watching the game and you're like, okay, Debo's really not touching. But even if you look at the box score, you're like, yo, Debo's not getting the ball like that. You know, yeah. like, like like compared to like the last few seasons, like his, he's yeah. like, they're not using him as much. It, yeah. You know, it's like, um, it, it's almost like it's, it, it seems a little awkward because it's like he did go from a heavy, heavy volume guy to all of a sudden you have Christian McCaffrey, Ayuk's showing up, Elijah Mitchell's running good. So it's almost like when, where do we insert you? But for me, I I think we should flip it. I think, I think the offense should definitely run through either Debo or CMC first. And then we can kind of find our spots with like other guys. Yeah. I think Um, it will definitely open up. It'll probably even make Jimmy G look better to be honest. Right. Right, and he he has been looking decent. He has not been turning the ball over as much as he usually is. I mm-hmm. think he's gone a couple games now in a row not throwing an interception, which mm-hmm. is nice. Yeah. Um, but really, Jimmy has all the weapons around him. He doesn't have to do too much. Mm-mm. Um, so he's keeping it simple. He's not he's not losing the games. And right now, I can't ask him to do anything better. It's just. I want to see more Debo usage moving forward. Exactly. We, we need to use this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the Chargers, man, uh, there's... Keep on racking no up t- injuries. <laughs> yeah, this is racking up injuries. Um, it's going to be hard to tell just how good Justin Herbert is, but I can't... I mean, I can imagine. Now. You just plug in Herbert to, let, let's, let's say, a Dolphins offense or a Chiefs offense, I'm sure he's going to have great success. Yeah, he's going to You know, mm-hmm. there's, but there's a lot of, in my opinion, unwarranted hate towards Herbert saying that he's super overrated. I just think he's wearing the wrong uniform. But, yo, yeah, people are, end, people are pretty crazy saying huh? that he's overrated. Yeah. Like, it's I, like, hey, I, you, you give him a one legged Keenan Allen. And then a half show up half the time, Mike Williams. Yeah, because like yeah. The, the thing is, like his his rookie year, 
Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen was playing a lot of the games compared to one game, two games this season. Oh yeah, you know, you compare the like how his rookie season was. Yes, a lot of injuries still happened, but he was still able to have an offense still. The, and uh, and at this point, it's now he's losing his one and his two parts of his line. Even, and even it, Goyton, Goyton didn't play. Exactly. So it's three. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, it, 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 it is looking tough for him. It's more of a like, you can't knock the player. You can only knock the team. Yeah, this hey, is, it's the, starting to resist. Yeah, the Chargers suck, right? but like you can't go with the the team, like the players' fault about it. It's just like, hey, like we're down to our 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 third strings, and they're just not yeah. they're not they're not cutting it. All right, they're just not cutting it. So they're just not cutting it. It's another Jalen Hurts scenario where everyone's shitting on Hurts when Hurts didn't have any fucking weapons, mm-hmm. and then. And then now, you know, he's eight and one because he yeah. has AJ Brown and they're actually using Miles Sanders. Yeah. But and Herbert's not like Herbert could run for the first down if he needs to, but he's not known to be a rushing quarterback. No, so, he's so, not. Known for so that. so that's why that that dynamic doesn't go well with him. Unlike Hertz, where right. he literally had to carry the team to victory oh, yeah. last year. So the unwanted Herbert Hay is weird. It's not deserved because I mean, he's he's doing the best yeah. that he can. He really is. And at the and still with all these injuries, he's still. I mean, five and four isn't great. Yeah, but it's a it's a winning record. It's a winning record, <laughs> and he's playing with with like torn rib cartilage. Yeah, so they're kind of limping along. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. We'll see what, how the Chargers end up. Let's see if they get mm-hmm. they can get healthy, and let's see if Keenan Allen can play a fucking one one game. Hey, one game. I, <laughs> I, I, at this point, I don't know. I I, I don't know because I get it. The hamstring is such a sensitive muscle, and it's true. They say that you don't. You're not the same after a hamstring injury, which is crazy, but I understand because I've had one. Yeah. And it's such a it's such a particular muscle that you could you could tweak it up very quickly if it's not fully healed. But at the same time at the same time, I feel like you're doing all this rehab to get it okay. There, 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 there has to be like okay, I, I gotta play, like I gotta play. Do you need surgery on it? Like this is gonna be the first time I've heard of a player missing a whole season because of a hamstring. A injury. hamstring strain. Now there are, I've, I've seen someone get like on the on the fuck. I can't talk right now. I've seen someone say, "Oh, I need surgery on my hamstring." Really? Yeah, because it was like torn. Which, wow, which sucks, terrible. but yeah, I mean, it, hamstrings are a weird muscle because they're not as strong as the rest of your like leg muscles, just because of how yeah. how hamstrings are. So I get it, but I mean, with all that rehabbing, I just feel like you should be on the field by now. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. Even, you hey, have. even even if you're not 100, percent sadly, I, I I just feel like you. Sh- you would need to be on the field. You would want Something's to be on the field up. because I yes. like, like I don't know. I just feel like 
And like I said, I, I don't know his situation, but I remember when I had one, I just monitored my leg the whole time I was playing. And sometimes it did hurt when I was running, but I still like went through it. I just you, you it, were out there. Just not to the point that I'm I'm hurting even more. So I mean apparently that's what happened to him that he tweaked mm-hmm. it even more. So it, it it becomes more of a mental battle at that point. Because yeah. it's just like you're kind of scared to go 100% because if you go 100%, bam, you tweaked, and you're probably out for another three to four weeks. Three three to four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I get what Keenan Allen was going through, but I'm I, like, I it's unheard of a uh, hamstring injury happening this long. Oh, man, it's been a while now. Because it, it happened week one. <sighs> he came back like yep. week eight, then tweaked it up week nine, and here 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 we are. Yeah, that hammy is just not. It, it's probably not even meant for the NFL. Not anymore. It's not the first. It's not the first season he's battled with it. Yeah. Um. All right, we could we could move on from this game. Yeah. Um, do you wanna Do you wanna get things off your chest with your with your game, Cowboys and Packers? Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna go as elaborate as probably what Doug would have went into, but I mean, yeah. There's a there's a there's a lot of things wrong here. First off, the the like I would say it's the Green Bay curse. No, I think Cowboys got a Green yeah. Bay curse. <laughs> there it is. Because like fucking, I I hate when Dallas plays Green Bay because they bring up all these weird incidents that happen. Oh, it was a catch. Oh, it was this. Oh, it was that. Oh, yeah. Rogers. I hate yeah. that because. Yeah. It's not like an instant, oh, let's break it. It's more of a, let's continue this bad juju when it comes to Dallas going to Green Bay. And sure yeah. and sure enough, this is what happened. Green Bay is awful this year compared to other years. Dallas is doing really awful. good right now. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I'm like, I can see everything go wrong in Green Bay, even though it shouldn't. Yeah. Even though it shouldn't, sure enough, you know. Well, well, you, for your DraftKings lineup, you picked the right Packer. You had a feeling Aaron Jones was going to do it to you <laughs> because I because I know the weakness of the Cowboys, and yeah. I've seen past games where Aaron Jones has a total of two hundred yards on us, four touchdowns. Yeah, Jeez. So I mean, seeing Aaron Aaron Jones' stats, I'm like, am I not surprised here? <laughs> yeah, right. Am I not surprised? Like this guy has been kicking our ass for like the last four years. We've been playing playing them. Yeah, and it it continues. And it I'm just like fucking continue. a. Like we we really can't contain Aaron Jones. And then yeah. like the defense had an off game. To this, like not gonna lie. Like the defense. Made the Green Bay Packers look like last year's Green Bay Packers. Oh, Christian Watson out of nowhere! Out of nowhere, he was cooking uh, Anthony Brown all game. Cooking, and I'm. This is why I'm like, I never, I never saw like I. I never thought Anthony Brown was the second cornerback. I always said mm-hmm. we need to keep Cheeto. Cheeto's out in Bengals right now, but he he, he just yeah. he's he's injured. But 
Cheeto's doing very well. He's he's a top rated corner over there. And I always said I like Cheeto over Anthony Brown because I've seen Anthony Brown get cooked ever since he's gotten the league, and he continues yeah. to get cooked. And <laughs> Watson, continues to start. Man, Watson really put put him in the toaster. I'm- I mean, we see the potential of Watson when he's not dropping passes. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I got a, I got a, que- I got a question for you. Looking at CD Lamb's stat line, is does that stat line is that an accurate representation of what you saw on the field? Is he starting to look more like a number one, or was it still average to you? That, <laughs> excuse me, that was something in the that was good in the the right direction. It was good to see. Okay. It was, it, okay. it, we're going in the right direction. That's what I wanted to say with with CD Land. There you go. You know, um, uh, just finishing up the the defense though. I mean, we really didn't. I, I feel like we really didn't antagonize Rodgers that much. If he was, if mm-hmm. he was able to do that, and you know, they've been kind of broken this whole season. And for us having uh, such a great pass rush, I I really feel like we should have made Rodgers do. Um, pay a little bit more, and we didn't. We made Rodgers look like Rodgers, and yeah. Now, as for the offense, yeah. as for the offense, but actually, as a whole, we played to our competition. Cowboys always play their competition. Yeah, and this 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 game proved it because, I mean, going into this game, it's like we should have beat them. We should have beat them. Packers have not been looking good. This, that, and the third, yada yada yada. But of course, that's not the case. Um, yeah. The offense it had it had times of rolling. It had times of like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, you know that that made some costly um, interceptions. And I see two. Of- yeah, and the yeah. thing, yeah, and the thing is, they're almost identically like the same play in a way. Yeah, like they're a little different, but at the same time, it was very similar. Where um, CD Lamb was cutting right in the middle of the field, and I don't, I, yeah, it's like one of those things. Like I don't know what exactly what was the route or what was the play, but he. Um, that threw it and it like went straight to the safety, like went straight to that middle yeah. man. So I don't know if there's a, if CD was cut into early or too late. I don't know, but it, it led to an easy interception. Yeah. You know, those are miscommunications. Exactly. It, it made it seem like it makes it seem like, yo, Dak, what are you throwing at? There's a guy right there, you know? Mm-hmm. But at, at the same right. time, like when you're a quarterback, you kind of you throw those you throw those balls because you know okay in the route you're supposed to cut right there and like jump them right in front of that ball you know yeah so I don't yeah. I, I don't know what is that but it wasn't good let's at the end of the day it wasn't good second thing good. second thing is I think we we broke away from the run a little too early too Pollard had mm. Pollard had a nice game. But yeah, he did. But at the same time, we weren't grinding it, you know. Yeah, and and the, I, that's always the problem with the Cowboys is like we always they always feel the need to throw it. 
even when we don't <laughs> yeah. need to, even the, even when we don't need to that's why those interceptions yeah. happen because like we throw it a little too much it's like chill ch- just 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 ground pound it it will work it will work i mean yeah i as far as the sticking to the run the packers did that a lot better because between Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, they had 37 carries. Exactly. And so when you when you factor in Aaron Rodgers two carries, that's almost 40 carries to exactly. Cowboys 26. Exactly. Um, and, you know, it's yeah. Like, so and we're supposed to be known as a run type of team. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know who to blame on that part. I really think that's you know what we always been rapping and raving about just play calling you know, yada 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 but at the same time it's like like you don't trust the runners because like it, it makes passing easier too if you just run the ball mm-hmm. it makes mm-hmm. everyone's life easier when you run the ball and run it efficiently i just i find the box score hilarious because it's like they were trolling like I, I think the packers are trolling the cowboys like first quarter both goose it yeah Second quarter, it's like, all right, let's both put up 14. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, you're going to put up 14? I'll put up 14. Yeah. Then third quarter, it's like, oh, you're going to put up 14 and shut us out? Guess what we're going to do in the fourth quarter? Mm-hmm. We're going to put up 14 and shut you out. <laughs> no, it's like they purpose- they purposely put them that put them themselves in that position so Aaron Rodgers can make magic. <laughs> it is so dope because in OT, this little measly three points just steals the dub. Like. Yeah. But, I mean, talking about OT, there's a missed PI call when, mm-hmm. we, when we were driving it, which... Uh, it made me a little upset. But yeah, the, was it clear? Yeah, it was clear because right when the ball was out of that hand, you could see the corner kind of tug at the um, re- um, receivers, like the elbow bend. Mm-hmm. You you could see you could see. Um, I forgot who the corner was that did that, but there's a tug right there, and sh- it should have been a flag, but it didn't. But honestly. Cowboys lack discipline in critical situations. Yeah. And that's why I look at Mike McCartney. Because as we were driving it, we started building momentum. First momentum killer. And you see it too. And you see it, which I was like, this motherfucker. Offsides penalty. The receiver was a full yard ahead of the ball and didn't properly line up. Wow. What the fuck? And wow. he was looking at the ref, too. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm like, yo, did the ref not say anything when you're, like, trying to line up with the, you know, the ball on the line? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. That, that literally started, like, once that happened, I'm yeah. like, oh, oh yeah, we're, we're, we're not going to score. We're not going to score at all. And sure enough, we didn't <sighs> score. And then Terrible. we got steamrolled. I'm like, I'm like, great job, Cowboys. You just love to just fucking shoot yourself in the fucking head. Not even the foot, the head. Not even the foot, the head. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I, you know, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but when I saw this matchup and especially at Green Bay, I'm like, it's, it should on paper, this defense should swallow this offense. 
this this defense should make this offense look as garbage as they are. Should have. But but my mind told me it was going to be a little more complicated than that. I wasn't ready to just give the Packers the dub, but I knew this game was going to be a little complicated for the Cowboys for some reason. Yeah. I just I didn't expect it to go to OT and and then to lose like that. Yeah. I wasn't ex- <sighs> See, if I would have expected it, I would expect a lower scoring game. Yeah. Yeah, I also expected that too. Yeah. I expected a lower scoring, complicated game. Yeah, I, I didn't like the buzz going into, oh, Mike McCarthy going back to Green Bay. It's been so long. I'm like, up, oh, we're losing. We're losing. I didn't, hey, I didn't even fucking realize that part. Yeah, they, oh, they, <laughs> they made it a big deal. Like I was like, up, oh, we're losing. We're losing. I, I, I get the hype going into it. Everyone's a little too happy. I'm like, yeah, we're losing. We're fucking losing. I, 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 I don't like this. <laughs> you know, whatever, but no, normal yeah. cowboy shit. Um, this win kind of puts Green Bay back in the playoff picture. We could have really put them away if we won, but they got some life in, in themselves now. Yeah. Which I'm not happy about. No. No, no. The no. fact that four and six, you kind of have a chance in the NFC, it's kind of garbage. Yeah. Kind of trashy. I know. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, I'm done with this fucking game. Um, <laughs> yeah, fucking Cowboys. Just love to disappoint. All right. Let's go to a fun one. I think it's fun. Is I don't the, know what word to is, use. Is it the other OT game? Is it? It is indeed the Vikings and Bills. Yes. Oh, boy. That. <sighs> I, 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 I don't, don't know what to say about this ending. I don't know what to that. Say. I don't know what to think of either team. Still, <laughs> oh man! Yeah, hey, uh, like uh, I'm Alan, st- Alan to- I'm still huh? speechless. I'm still speechless of how everything ended. Me too. Me too. It's like it's so funny because Alan said he saw something on on Instagram that was like Josh. Al- they left Josh Allen left too much time for Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen a game end this way, but it's so crazy because it's like the Bills didn't really have any other option. The game was won already, mm-hmm. but they couldn't take a knee because of where they were. Exactly. I, I, <laughs> I was like, because at first you're just kind of like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, 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 yeah. If you just saw the highlights and why that happened, you're like, what the fuck? Why are they doing that? Like, no, no. When yeah. you're watching in the game, mm-hmm. you you saw the struggle. The struggle. <laughs> and boy, the, str- was the situation they were given. It's like, uh, this is awkward. We just want to knee here and take the dub, but it's a safety. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Oh man! And so yeah. they go for the quarterback sneak to get to get some space. Mm-hmm. I think they just needed. What do you think? Maybe two yards to take a knee on the next play, or oh or yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they needed two yards yeah. at least. They needed a like, yard or two. And and the snap gets fumbled. The Vikings recover an instant touchdown. <laughs> you know what? They I'm should. Never- hey, they should have took the safety. <laughs> I, they, you know, in hindsight, <laughs> they, yes. They, they should. In hindsight, yes. <laughs> because, like, when I saw that in my head, I'm like, you know what? They should have took the safety. They really should have took the safety because, <sighs> like, 
the, what would you rather have a safety or a touchdown? Low key a safety True. the burn time. It's just, I guess in their minds they're like, okay, worst the worst case scenario that crossed their mind during that time was worst case scenario. He tries to quarterback sneak, gets stuffed, and it's a safety anyways. Yeah. So it's either we take a knee and it's a safety, or he gets stuffed and it's a safety. So they did it. They're not. They did. They, <laughs> they didn't foresee the other worst case scenario. No, no, no they completely missed another worst worst case scenario, and the absolute worst case scenario hey, happened. Ba- bad grammar, but the worstest case scenario the worst worst case scenario simultaneously (laughs) happened in one play in one play man this game was this game was crazy all the way to the end uh you Mm -hmm. had two top five receivers on each team justin jefferson for the vikings stefan diggs for the bills doing top five shit both of them um both of them with some crazy catches. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Stefan Diggs had a day. Justin Jefferson had a day. Catch of the year. They, Catch of the year. They were yeah. These 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 two teams were going at it, man. And honestly, if it wasn't for that for that ending, I I feel for the Bills, man, because I do think they were the better, the slightly better team in the end. And I don't necessarily think the Vikings absolutely deserve this dub, no. but no, but they'll hey, it, a, a win's a win in this league. Yeah, they'll take it, and and I know after this dub, they really think they're that team. They think they're they <laughs> they think they're locked into the NFC Championship. Hey, all, and hey, I won't, all those chain I won't videos, all those chain videos, <laughs> the chain videos, the chain man, videos. it's. it's <laughs> All I'm saying is enjoy it because it, let me tell you guys if if you guys crash and burn in the playoffs the the internet is gonna have a field day oh, <laughs> with your yep. chain videos because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's equivalent to when Kurt goes you like that you like that yeah it's equivalent yeah. but on a different level now yeah it's, the Vikings are go ahead no it's like you can't start these trends. If it leads to failing, failing, you, you just can't. Exactly. You 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 hope this chain thing leads to a Super Bowl. You hope, but the moment uh, the moment it yeah. doesn't, the internet is gonna flip the fuck out of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the Vikings are just coming out with their D out these days. That's yep. the vibe. Every time they every time they get a dub, they go on they go on Instagram Live or they or they're they're dancing in the locker room hey, or in the plane. On the bus. That it's such a double edged <laughs> sword because it's saying, like good. They're they're having fun. You know, great. They're having yeah. fun, but at the same time. Yeah. The wrath of the internet is just waiting, salivating, salivating right. to you guys fuck up. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, oh, yeah. It, it's it's like it's even like when Dak did his little hip routine. Unintentional. Oh. <laughs> Unintentional. I, like the cameras are just on him. Look what that did. <gasps> Look what that did. People do it as that- taunting. People do it as, hey, we're winning. You know, it's it, mm-hmm. It's just him mm-hmm. practicing his hip movements, and and that was just a hip warm up. Like that was just something that the guy does probably every warm up routine. Uh huh. And but now but, it's under the microscope. Yeah. Do your hip yeah. thing. Do so, your dip thing. So, 
so if he got shit for that, imagine these Vikings putting Atten- on chains. Intentionally, <laughs> intentionally doing this. Intentionally, intentionally saying, "Look at us, we're the shit." You know, we're the shit right now. <laughs> hey, hey, no prime time, baby. No prime time, baby. We winning. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it's so funny. Uh, my brother's friend is a Vikings fan, and he said, "Man." If we continue doing good, they're going to start flexing our games. And I don't want that. <laughs> hey, hey, he's realizing that he got splashed with some water. He's like, you know what? We need, we, we need to take some losses now. We need to take we some losses. To, yes. We, we need to be mediocre for a little bit. Please, because you're gonna put us on the spotlight, and mm-hmm. the whole thing's gonna come crashing down <laughs> with four interceptions by Kirk Cousins. Yep, yep. <laughs> Minnesota's hoping that they get the morning games in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I go so, only see I go only see the coaches like I have a quest for the playoffs. Can we get the morning schedule, please? Please, exactly. Um, but it's crazy that that's actually a thing, primetime cousins. But primetime hey, these two teams—they they showed out. They they put um, they put some quality football on the TV. Yeah. There were some points every single quarter mm-hmm. um, from both teams. No one no one goosed it except Buffalo in overtime. Yeah, I mean, um, even Singletary got some two two tuds in. Oh yeah, yeah, that was mm-hmm. and it happened early. Early, I was like, oh shit, Singletary, I caught that shit a little bit. Hey, he's like, hey, who's gonna who's gonna rush it in? Yep, yep. it was him. <laughs> I, I I just because I, I knew they weren't gonna be using Josh Allen so much on that end, so I'm like, who's gonna run it? Singletary. So here's since we're on, we are talking about the Bills. I was gonna wait to bring it up till we talked about that game, but something I found out today was the Cardinals released Eno Benjamin. Exactly. I mean. Yeah, I, I guess we'll go more into it. I mean, yeah, we'll go into the game right now. Let's just go into the game. Uh, okay. Arizona um, Rams, um, battle of backups. Battle of backups. Colt McCoy looking deadly. Exactly. Man, hey, I was about to say. That man is a, that man is a sniper. He snipes dubs. He, that's he is that's who gr- he is. I want to say he is the greatest <laughs> backup quarterback alive. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he should be the most uh, expensive backup. He really should. He should have the biggest. Yeah, his job is I will win games while my quarterback is nursing an injury. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't look ass out here. I don't. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> I he's don't. He's been in the league for a while as a backup. Long time. Mm-hmm. Long time. It's so crazy how there are certain guys like there's a, there's this middle middle ground where. If you try to make them a franchise quarterback, it doesn't work. No. But if you ask them to just come in and take over for a few weeks, they look great. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so weird. It's like it's, it's like with Fitzpatrick. Yeah. You know, Fitzpatrick had yeah. up and down seasons, but hey, he'll still use some fucking wins. He'll steal them. Mm-hmm. He'll take Col- them from good hey, teams too. Hey, hey, Colt McCoy as well, you know, he's shown all the places that he landed at, he could relieve a quarterback that's down by injury or, you know, not playing this, t- this time Get you a dub. But when they, when they try to make him a, a starter for some reason, that's too much pressure for him. 
It's too much. It's it's almost like the Nick Foles effect too. Exactly. You know, Nick Foles looked looked excellent on that run to the Super Bowl and in the mm-hmm. Super to, to top it off, finish get the dub mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But he got his opportunity to be a franchise quarterback a couple times, and it just it didn't it didn't pan out. And the thing is with the Colt McCoy thing, it's no fluke. This man threw the ball almost forty times, and when you look at the highlights to this game, there were dots. Mm-hmm. These these were some hard, well placed throws. Yeah, that I don't know. I don't know if Kyler does those throws. No, I don't. Um. So yes, Kyler is a freak of nature athlete. He has, you know, he has he has legs. He has a pretty good arm. But Colt McCoy has nice touch in, in his throws. And and there are some there are some throws that he made where I'm like, man, if he comes out, let's just say Kyler is still out when he plays the Niners. And that's the thing: the 49ers have taken a, a loss to McCoy. I think just last season. Mm-hmm. Um. So he he's a, he's he's someone to look out for, man. Yeah. I don't I don't know. So, I, I hope Kyler comes back. And and he got weapons too. He got D Hop. He got more. He does. You know he does. So it's, it, it's not like he's with scrubs. He's got he got himself a good situation. The he thing, does. Hey, the he thing I'm disappointed is. about is like the Ram, the Rams defense. This Rams team is terrible. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely terrible. There's no drive. There's no motivation. Oh yeah, it, uh, it, it, there's such a lackluster effort you feel from this team. It's not. It's, yeah, it's, it's literally not the same. The eleven on both sides of the fields are not. They're not synergized with their energy. Like some people are playing hard, others are just like, I'm still coasting. You know. Yeah, because it's so crazy. Like, the Rams were just, in the offseason, they're like, let's run it back. Uh, we're going to get Aaron Donald to come back, which he did. Mm-hmm. And let's run it back. Basically, it's almost the same roster ex- minus Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. And um, some other pieces, you know. But still, you you would think they would come back with that same energy, but it's it's flat. The energies on both mm-hmm. sides, of, they're off. Because, I mean, Cooper Cup's always going to do his damn thing. But you, yeah. you don't feel it with the rest of the squad on the offense. I oh, mean, no. and it sucks because now Cooper Cup got a high ankle sprain, so that's like four Ooh. to six, four to six weeks he's done. No, really, that long? High high ankle sprains are are a long injury. Wow. I can I can see it like four to six weeks. That is terrible. I I mean, best case scenario is two to four, but I I can see four to six. Yeah, they're they're officially irrelevant. Yeah, because I mean, um, other than Cooper Cup, no one's really showing up the receiving core for our Rams. Nope. The offensive line is um, terrible. They have no running game whatsoever. So I I I don't see the offense really scoring from here on out. I don't either, and it's going to be crazy to see the Rams take last place in the NFC West after winning That's- the Super Bowl. After winning the Super Bowl, you're gonna take last. Um, wild, but hey, uh, do you know the reason why Eno was released? I don't know the reason, but just knowing that James Conner is back might be a reason. I know they have some mm-hmm. other running backs in the rotation as well. Uh, I think, mm. 
I don't know why they release Eno because Eno is is a great. I think he could be a starting running back somewhere. Uh, no, he's he can be elect. He could be explosive. He could be a shifty guy, and that's what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to think of a team that would pick up Eno Benjamin. I mean, Bills. I don't think Naeem Hines was enough, so I think Bills is They'll take is an option. Yeah, they could definitely take a look. Um, who else here is an option? Um, uh, KC? No, they already have a pack uh, back room. I mean, if they do it, that's crazy, but no. Um, or what about in Philly to back up Miles Sanders? I think they'll they, do that. They got, they got a pretty good amount there, too, I feel. Running back. So probably, yeah, just the Bills that... Are contending because Dolphins just just finalized their room with yeah. Wilson and Mostert. Exactly. Um, um, yeah. Who know, who knows where Eno's going to end up? But Baltimore. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah, Baltimore probably. That's a good. It's a good place. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Cardinals, Rams. Eh. Um. McCoy, watch out for him. He might. He might steal a dub from your team. Yeah, he's gonna steal some dubs. Um, Talk about. I don't know how how long Kyler's gonna be out. I think he'll but, be out one, maybe one more game. Let's let's talk about another. On. Oh, let's talk about another steal of a dub. Let's talk about these Colts. Yeah. These Colts Ooh, stealing a dub Jeff in Saturday. Vegas. Yes, Jeff Saturday Colts. Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. Hey, they turned it around. They didn't look like ass. No, I, I leave it up to Vegas uh, to mm-hmm. to re to revive Jonathan Taylor's season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> JT of last season showed up this yeah. year. The the, I mean, line, this the the line showed up too. They gave him all the yep. blocking room and everything. Matt Ryan yep. came back into play. Matt Ryan, all of a sudden, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Josh McDaniels is tanking for Bryce Young because if he's if he's actually trying, that's worrisome. That's very worrisome. Yeah, that he's putting he's putting actually putting in his best efforts on these games, and it's coming out like this. To me, it looks like a complete tank for yeah. Bryce Young. <laughs> yeah, I just feel bad for Derek Carr. I really do. Oh, me too. Like, like, Me come too. on! Like this, this man had a breakdown at the press conference. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, he he, he reached his breaking point. I did not catch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He he's frustrated. He's frustrated because he he knows that like we shouldn't be losing. We have a talented roster. He knows Derek Carr knows how much talent is on that roster, and they're not even anywhere close where they thought they were going to be. Nope. And that and th- that's why I'm like, man, I feel bad for him, like even like more now because he even knows that this is we're not supposed to be in this position. Uh, when uh, I there's a stat, um, literally every season that Derek Carr has been in the league as a Raider, every season his defense is either bottom ten in the league or bottom twelve. Yeah, like around the bottom twelve to bottom ten every year. Not once, not one season has Derek Carr had a top fifteen defense yeah. as a Raider, Fuck. and that's 
So, so yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not giving Car slander. I don't think he's terrible. I think he's very, he's a very capable starter. Mm. I think, I think when you see players like Renfro and Waller just take the dip that they've taken compared to the last couple of seasons, mm-hmm. there is something wrong with the playbook. Yeah. There is something wrong with the offense that is trying to be placed into this roster that does not match with the roster. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, yeah, because yeah, Renfro just not getting the targets anywhere close from last At all. year. I know, At he, all. I know he's been dealing with the injuries, but still like when he was no. like, even yeah, the other players that step up for him, I'm like, where's that energy at? Like, mm-hmm. like when Renfro was out and Matt Collins like came in, he had a crazy game. Yep. But then it just disappeared. So it's like yep. you you have this system, and you're just like, I only wanted to try it one game and just take it away. What? There's there's yeah. there's, there's there's something more going on. There's something. there's something more. There's something very wrong. Um, Josh McDaniels not utilizing his players to their strengths, and there's I think there is there is a huge disagreement in the locker room as far as how how things are yeah. are running there. Yeah, because um, you could, you could, you could tell with the frustrations with the Raiders, at least the players. Oh yeah, you know I, I mean oh, yeah. a part of me feels like the coaches could fake it, especially McDaniels, mm-hmm. but I mean I. I I wasn't happy about the McDaniels hire really at, since the beginning. He, I, I don't think he's a great coach at all. At, at least head coach. Head coach. Head coach. He does he, not. Yeah. You know, we've we seen him in the past. Hasn't panned out. And we're seeing it again. So <sighs> it sucks yeah. for the Raiders. Uh, just opposite. Um, Jeff Saturday getting the win. What, how do you feel about Jeff Saturday? <laughs> Uh, I mean, versus the Raiders, fine. It's it's uh, it's more on like because a lot of people are creating this controversy that you know Jeff Saturday, no coaching experience other than high school, does he deserve the job? You know, that's really the talking point right now, and he gets his first dub. And uh, does it keep people quiet? Probably not, because they're going to be like, well, it's the Raiders. They haven't been playing good all season. So, I mean, we'll see how Jeff, like, steps up for the rest of the season. But, I mean, he's got he got the win, right? He did. He did. He got the win. Well, yeah, and we got we have to see more. We have to see how yeah. it plays out. Mm-hmm. It could. It could some it could by some miracle work out. Uh, do I think? Do I still think the optics are terrible? Like, do I agree with that side? I, I kind of do. Like, this is why we have things like the Rooney rule, you mm-hmm. know? But it was clear that Jeff Saturday's relationship with the owner of the Colts had a lot of influence in this random, random-ass hire. Yeah, it, like, and, it was so random. And and it, it is almost a little disrespectful to, to coaches that are, our career coaches working mm-hmm. their ass off, hoping for a head coaching position, grinding, 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 grinding. That don't have that and opportunity it, to, you know, have the interim title to kind of sh- show their chops, you know. It, right, right, and, and and the commitment too, like to prep for these games, to show up with the energy that you got to show up with to coach these guys. Um, mm-hmm. 
it's a lot it's a grind it's a grind so yeah. i agree i i mean i i understand why there was frustration when when jeff saturday got hired also overall in this organization when you look at the decisions they've made not just with the jeff saturday hiring but in the past with quarterback signings and mm. um you know not building andrew luck a fucking line as soon as possible like just 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 terrible decision after questionable decision and mm-hmm. that's why like to it's to the point where you kind of have to give the side eye to the owner like are you okay yeah are you <laughs> no. are you are you really about football or is this really just all entertainment for you yeah no i i agree because yeah i mean it i would i would have been one just to promote one of the coaches within to be interim head coach you know it's one thing it's one thing to hire jeff saturday before the season started it's another thing hiring a mid-season when he wasn't coaching at all you know yeah it's like you know you you didn't want to pick up a a coach within the organization right now that could probably Mm -hmm. light a spark for the rest of the team so exactly you know i mean i mean a lot of people like the hire because it they say it might help players become coaches later down the line it's just more on the um how it was done which was the problem yeah it was too big of a leap like hey like work them in make them i don't know make them a special teams coach make them an o-line coach Mm -hmm. have them do that for a a few seasons and then Mm -hmm. if he's it at that job be like okay fine like here's your chance yeah but to just pluck them off tv and be like here you go mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> that's literally what it was yeah um so yeah i this game two two garbage situations going at it and in the end the colts ended up on top um if i'm Devonte adams i'm pissed every fucking game like, he's yeah. the only one that's allowed to be yeah. um so i'm gonna move on to the Lions and Bears because there's something going on with a man named Justin Fields. Exciting um, stuff here. As a runner, I he's his own like I can't I'm not I'm not even gonna say Lamar Jackson because to me, even when both of them are running and they're both very effective runners, it mm-hmm. looks different. Yeah, they have their no, own no. they have their own style. I agree um, I, I agree with you. I hundred percent agree with you. And and Justin Fields is fast. Like I've I've no I've seen that now. He is once once he gets his wheels going and in open space, he's a very fast dude. I still mm-hmm. think Lamar's faster. I think I still think Lamar's a little more electrifying, but I love mm-hmm. the fact that the Bears finally, it took a few weeks, they finally said, you know what? Fuck it. Let we you drafted lose. we drafted a dual threat. Dual meaning two. There's two things he can do. It's not just the arm. We're not going to just make it about the arm. We're going to let the legs run loose. And we're going to actually make design plays for those legs. For him, if the play breaks down, he has open space to to go. And ever since they've kind of committed to that mindset, great things have been happening on the offensive side of the ball. Mm -hmm. Um, It's actually, you could actually watch a Bears game. Yeah, and not <laughs> not feel disgusted. I mean, Justin Fields. Uh, the thing is, he bought himself time because before 
they kind of let him loose with his legs. It was it was starting to look very questionable. Like, is is this guy a franchise guy? Mm-hmm. The the running talent is there. Um, so I think he bought himself time because the running talent is it's it's very good. It's very efficient, but can they develop the arm? Yeah. That's going to be the question for Fields. Um, if he can show strides in improving his arm and accuracy, he's going to be a problem in this league. He he definitely will. But that's mm-hmm. that's the big question mark with Fields moving forward is can he develop the passing game? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he made some connection with Cole McKett. C- commit again. Oh, you mean Cole, Cole Kelsey? Cole- or tra- Travis Komet? <laughs> yeah, him, him, him. <laughs> hey, two weeks in a row, man. Hey, he's 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 had a nice outing. All of a sudden, yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, you know, I agree with you. He still needs more work on the passing game, and when he runs, it's different than Lamar. But at the same time, so efficient. Like I don't, I don't know. How to really explain the two different styles of them scrambling, um, Fields and um, Lamar, but yeah, it, it it does feel different. Like it's almost like Lamar does it, so it's like effortless, effortlessly. Where you know, like it's like he planned to run from the from from the beginning. Justin yeah. Fields, you you see the play breakdown. He's like, I guess I got to run. And like, honestly, Justin Fields reminds me of when Kaepernick would run at times. Mm. You know, mm. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about the options, but just like when when the play breaks down and Kaepernick's running take off. and he takes yeah. off. That's what I see in Fields. Yeah. With Lamar, it's just a little bit more like effortlessly like. He's like, I know I could get that first down, but I'm trying to throw it right now. <laughs> like, I don't, I yeah. don't, yeah, like it's, it's very weird. Yeah. But no, uh, it, it's, it's similar, but different. Yeah. I just want, um, I, I just want to see Justin Fields to have a, a heyday throwing the ball for once, you know? Yeah. I want to see close anywhere from 250 to 300 yards. Two two touchdowns in the air and maybe one or two touchdowns on the ground. Just just a complete game like that for hey, me to be like, okay, so we can see it and it's true. It can happen and it's true. It can happen. His ceiling is there. The you just got to develop the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see moving forward. I'm I'm glad they got Claypool. They added Claypool. Um, so in the off season, you gotta you gotta go for one or two more weapons, and then and then we'll see next season. Just just how efficient fields can be. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, Bears fans, it's trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You're three and seven, but you should feel good. You should yeah. feel good with what you're seeing. Yeah. As for the Lions, uh, they did a comeback win. Good for them. Oh, holy shit! They're on this. They're on that side of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they broke their their two year streak of not winning a road game. Two seasons of no road wins. Two seasons, wow. no road wins. Broke that shit. W- wild. Back to back wins, baby. Wild. Hey, good shit, Lions. Good shit, good Lions. Ahmad uh, I'm, I'm St. Brown had a, had a nice little game. Yes, sir. Yeah, he had a He's great game. Back. They're still using Swift sparsely. 
You know, they something have, happened. Something's going on there. <clears throat> it, it's they they know that this it, man gets injured. That I I really think that's the case. It's like okay. So from what I've been reading, there's been there's actually been somewhat of some back and forth. Uh, Swift reportedly was seeming seeming frustrated that he was not getting touches. Mm-hmm. Um, something when when they asked the I th- I believe it was the running backs coach. I don't know what coach was on the podium, but. Deuce. They asked him a question. Yeah, they asked him a question about Swift. He had something to say about it that wasn't very nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he he basically said something. It was like, "Why don't you go ask him?" Mm-hmm. Um, and th- there's another. There was another report where it, it's like Swift. It's like there's this misconnection of coaches. Coaches looking at Swift and being like, "Are you injured?" Or are you just in pain and you don't want to play through pain? Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a difference between being injured, like legitimately injured where I'm, I cannot go. Yeah. Like it's going to look really bad if I go and I could actually fuck this up. Yeah. And then there's a, and then there's an area of like, I just feel pain, but I'm, it's, I'm playable. I can play. Mm. And, and I think the report is that D Swift supposedly wasn't necessarily injured it's just he likes to play without pain yeah and it's like but it's like in this league you can't do that yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) in this this league everyone is on the field when Mm. when this is healthy it says healthy sure but do you really think their body doesn't feel anything at all like they're sore as fuck it's like people are like you know what if i have no bruises on my body I'll play. All it takes is one mm-hmm. bruise, and I'm like, nah, I'm questionable. Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is, it's like they're almost gravitating towards Jamal Williams because of the opposite personalities. Like, Jamal Williams is that outspoken, clear leader, can rally up some guys. Yeah. D Swift is much more quiet, much more reserved, much more just, hey, I'm just doing my job. Like, don't really look at me for a speech or to get hyped up. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because of the identity they're trying to build in the Lions that Jamal Williams kind of fits that identity more of like grit and playing with a lot this of energy and being true. outspoken. Um, but I feel for Swift because he's so talented. Exactly, he is a very he is a talented ass runner, and I, and it kills me that he's not getting the touches that he should be getting. But honestly, I I think. I'm almost convincing myself for that for the rest of the way, Jamal Williams is going to be the starter of this of this team. I mean, look at it like this. At the end of the day, who has the track record of always being injured? Swift. Swift. Ever since yep. his rookie year. Um, this, this, mm-hmm. this. So you put the perspective that, hey, I get injured a lot now. For whatever reason, yeah. whether you got an injury or not. So, if people realize your talent, okay, we need to we need to gradually work him in or limit his touches so he doesn't get injured again. Like I, I I'm not mad at what Detroit's doing because they're like, hey, we're trying to protect a great asset to our team. But you can't get mad if they're doing that to you when you're known to get injured a lot. I feel. Hmm. 
Now, yeah. if it is true that, you know, he doesn't want to feel pain basically when he pays, at the end of the day, that's his fault because he put himself on the injury list like that. That's yeah. if it's like that. Now, if he's granted, if he's actually injured, then that's another thing. And he, if he feels totally fine, then, you know, it sucks. But you got to just, you know, understand the situation. You've been on the injury list a lot. They mm-hmm. don't want to they don't want to risk you at all, which is actually protecting your value as a player as well. Yeah, they could say, no, nah, we're going to fucking put you in right now. 20 touches, 20, yep. 30 touches. And look at you, you get injured even more, you know? So in a way, mm-hmm. it, 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 it really just depends how you look at that situation. Because at the yeah. same time, it's like they're kind of preserving you because, you know, you, you're, you're getting hurt a lot. So they don't want to overwork you. And honestly, exactly. B-Swift is the only guy that I constantly see with two injuries on the on the list. Shoulder, ankle. Yeah. I'm like, yo, <laughs> why? Like, even last year, I saw shoulder, ankle, shoulder, ankle, shoulder, ankle. I'm like, this yeah. man is playing with two injuries. Two. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just questioning, yeah. are they both really two injuries now? Yeah, like I said, there's, there's some, it seems like there's some, weird thing going on there in that situation yeah and the thing is we we all know it too sometimes injuries you get out promoted by someone because hey i can't be on the field you go with the hot hand or you go with the hand that fits the mold of the of the team which is jamal williams like he really does fit the more of a mode of a gritty the gritty of dan campbell yeah exactly and that's why i think coaches gravitate towards mm-hmm. him and and wa- want him to actually in, at mm-hmm. the end of the day be the starter so at, at, well we'll, we'll see the, we'll see how that yeah we'll see how that plays out <clears throat> um mm-hmm. hopefully the lines can string some more dubs together because i i do want to see dan campbell you know for a few more seasons yeah at least. i mean the thing uh, is i i think they they got a pretty winnable schedule from here on out i they okay. they they could still Personally, I still think they could finish eight and nine, which is a mm. hell of a lot better than last year. I, I I'll say. So yeah, they still have a chance to get to that point. Will they? Not sure, but we'll I guess there's still an opportunity for them to reach eight and nine. Well, I mean, let's see. They got they have the. Well, no, Vi- well, okay, so pretty much Vikings locked up that division. Mm-hmm. Um. But man, the other three teams—they're all right there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're only one game behind the Packers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they, yeah. They, so. they got the Giants. They got Jaguars. They got Vikings, Chicago Packers. Um, I think they do play the Bills though, which is kind of a rough one. Um, yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, they got the Packers, Bears, Panthers, Jets, Bills, Jaguars, Vikings, Giants. So, I mean. They'll be fighting. They'll be fighting. And like I said, I can still see them winning an extra five games. You know? Yeah. Pull some strings and they can make that shit happen. Um. All right. Let's let's peel off this game and speed run through some of these. Um Miami Cleveland. Miami Cleveland. That was also kind of a game until it wasn't. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, shit. Tyreek and Waddle had the day off, I guess. Mm-hmm. Je- hey, um, Jeff Wilson, man. He he literally Jeff got traded. He literally got traded and it's like, I got my number one back. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that. And that's that's why I was like, man, it's almost like off that first game. I'm like, damn, is he trying to make Jeff Wilson the starter? And he he did. Yeah. Um, I mean, both Wilson and Mostert both had a tub, but <clears throat> Wilson did outsnap Mostert. He had 17 carries to Mostert's eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jeff Wilson went over went for 120. I think Jeff Wilson is going to be great with Mike McDaniel's, and I'm. I'm really starting to think our our season when when we were top ten in offense has a lot to do with this guy. Yeah, <laughs> a lot a lot to do with Mike McDaniel's. Um, hey, yeah, there's something special about him, and not only that, he's a great leader. Yeah, he's a great leader. He somehow. Mm-hmm. It looks like the guy graduated from IT school, but he is yeah. the head coach, and they're playing for him. Yeah, he, he literally looks like, hey, like, hey, guys, I'm just chilling right now. I just want to see you guys play. But I think that Demeter yeah. also brings, like, I guess a realness to the players and things like that. Like, hey, this guy just yeah. understands football. He knows football, you know. And the way he ta- mm-hmm. the, the way he talks, it just seems like it's just very casual. Like let's just fucking do this, you know. He that Mike mm-hmm. Daniels is cussing like a motherfucker on the sidelines too. So yeah. in, in a way, it brings like a a way to kind of relate, you know, to all the players. He's he's one of those personalities. Uh, just from the you know the little sound bites I get, mm-hmm. he it's like he's interesting slash funny, but he's not trying to be. No, no. <laughs> he's just. Not at all. He's just he's just literally being himself, but some shit that he says sometimes it just comes out mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> it it does. <laughs> but, but at the same time it just bring it, it just brings like makes it relatable to the probably the players, you know. Probably a lot of them are around his age or like, you know, almost close to it. I'm a, how old is yeah. Michael Daniel? Like 37, um, 38? So yeah, it has to be late thirties. Like just the way in that press conference, with the, with the straight face, he's like, "Wait, he was talking about Justin, uh, Justin Fields running." This mm-hmm. is last week. Yeah, it was just like I, I, I told him to stop running, but he didn't take the coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like that shit. <laughs> I took it personal, but like he did not laugh at all. It yeah. was like it was like he really meant that shit. Mm-hmm. But you know, he yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but Miami, Miami offense is just rolling right now. Um, rolling, you know, rolling. Tua's healthy, so they keep Tua healthy. They got a running game. It's just like, yo, how, how do we slow them down? Is really the question. Hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. As for Cleveland, I don't know. I don't know what to think of them. You know, <sighs> you, you know what you get from their offense. You know, from Jacoby Brissett. Uh, but it's really the defense. I really think the defense should be better than what they are this season. Yeah, their defense should be a lot better. Mm-hmm. It should be. Um, I, I'm not going to fault them either. They they have been playing with Jacoby. And at the same time, like, 
this Dolphins team, don't don't get it twisted. If the Dolphins had a top 15 defense, just top 15, not even top 10, if they had a top 15 defense, I'm almost willing to book them in the AFC Championships last Super Bowl. Yeah. Just because... Just because I know that offense is going to be clicking. Mm-hmm. Um, I really feel like the, the Dolphins offense is what the Niners offense should be. It should be. And and honestly, I see a lot of those plays and I'm like, man. Debo, you know, I have Debo, not, Debo. I've, I've not seen one Debo sweep all season. And, that, and I loved that play. Every, it's like. Debo loved that play. Debo loved that play. And the thing is, it's like. You can know it's coming, but Debo is still going to get ten to twenty yards on it, mm-hmm. and it's like, or or more, you know. So I don't know. Like I said, it's starting to really show who the better play caller is between Shanahan and Mike McDaniel's. Um, and honestly, it's crazy because when you think about it, you think about where the league is at now, and and these teams coming up, like Miami's coming up. Because of Mike McDaniel's and literally a straight funnel of ex 49er players going straight there. So you're you're talking about Moster, Jeff Wilson Jr., Trent Sherfield. Mm-hmm. Um, he even got a fucking touch. He he even got a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and then and then you have the Jets with Saleh. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and and you know we had these great coaches doing a phenomenal job in their positions. And now you see them as head coaches having success. So I think a lot of the previous 49er success came from a very strong coaching staff. Mm. It's not it's not because Shanahan's a fucking genius. master genius. <laughs> you know? It's it's we had amazing guys in certain positions mm-hmm. as a coach in our team. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think the Dolphins are gonna keep rolling. I'm I'm not gonna say too much about the Browns because it's like what can you expect with with their backup quarterback and yeah their their defense did not do anything to stop the Dolphins this game not at, at all. all not at all um let's all talk right. about Germany 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 game Tom Brady divorced Brady hey divorce Brady two and zero divorce Brady divorce Brady is two and zero. He's two and zero. Where's Brady? He's two and zero. And that, it's so annoying because like he, the man can't even get an interview from those female uh, reporters anymore without without the in- internet having to say some shit. Yeah, like oh he he's spitting game or oh she's obviously yeah. trying to get in there. But like, you know what I mean? Like she's asking a question. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Like that—that's what you want to yell at those people. She's asking a fucking question. That's it. She's doing her job. Relax, relax. Settle down. <laughs> but hey, all the way in Germany, hey, that crowd Guten did not Heilsen. disappoint. Oh, that crowd fucking loves going to sporting events. Oh fuck yeah! That, uh, uh, but that's. A part of me I'm feels like, like a part of me feels like they just went just to go and sing. Yes, hundred mm-hmm. percent. The thing about Europe is like you don't go into a stadium and sit there quietly. Yeah. No, you, you, any like we're talking about England, Spain, mm-hmm. Germany, France. You you go to these soccer games, you go to these football games. There's gonna be some loud ass shit going mm-hmm. on. <laughs> Everyone just knows the words to everything, and they mm-hmm. know when to when to start it and 
which one for which moment. Like, I don't know how they're all on the same fucking page. But they're all on the same page. <laughs> but they're all on the same they, fucking they page. They are literally a Christmas choir. <laughs> Hitting all the notes. Low key, like the players attend the stadium to watch them and experience that rather than the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> it's nutty. It was, it was crazy. It's nutty because at the same time, yeah, it's shocking that you're like, wow, this is really receptive in Germany. But then again, you just look at how much they are fans of just, you know, soccer, sport, football, live sports, live sports. You know, then it makes live sense. Sports. They bring that energy towards any sport that's getting played. So, you know, it it is a bright point for what could happen in the future. I would say. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. This game was yeah. a great, great um I guess reception towards it all, but yeah, uh, it it was. Mm-hmm. But going into the game, um, they finally stopped Geno Smith. He didn't have a bad yeah. game, but I mean, they only scored sixteen points. Mm-hmm. The, the the basically the defense has finally kind of got going again to where they're supposed to because they did stop the run very very well. So they did. Right. They did actually have to make Gino throw a little bit more, and it's not like he did do a bad job. He just couldn't outperform Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a defensive game, uh, not high scoring. But hey, uh, Gino. For I mean, if we're gonna dub this a quote unquote uh, down game for him, he still had. Uh, great! Some great fourth down plays. Exactly. A very, a very clutch fourth down plays. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- I mean, don't count Gino out at all yet. Not he didn't throw any picks. He, he, um, he only fumbled the ball. But other than that, though, um, he still had a solid game. You know, the yeah. the way I'm saying that he got outplayed by Brady, it really wasn't by much. It was just because Brady had the better, uh, the the winning team. You know, yeah. but other than that, um. Yeah, they they stopped. They, I mean, they stopped the run. So that and that is also a very important part of their offense as well. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing Kenneth Walker really not do much this game, it really said, you know, okay, we're we have to go on this bag. So yeah, I mean, overall, good game though. I thought even overall though it was good little, game, even though it was a little bit more defensive. I mean, it's nice seeing Tom Brady actually hit receivers for once. Like Julio yeah. Jones, Chris Chris Godwin, and everything. Uh, Lenny yeah. got out with a with a hip injury. So, Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, but apparently he said he'll be good by after the bye. So we'll mm. see. We'll see. Well, as a Niner fan, I'm glad the Seahawks lost. Um, <laughs> let's move over to a let Let's start a new uh, starting from this game moving forward. Let's see how how uh let's how long the Steelers can keep winning with TJ Watt on the field. Yeah. Um first game TJ Watt's back and the Steelers get a dub. Mm-hmm. Cause some problems. <laughs> Ca- cause some problems. Um I, it's just an entirely different fucking team, man. Yeah, it really is. I don't is. know what it is. See, I forgot that the <sighs> TJ Watt was coming back this week, so I thought the Saints would win. But if I would have known no, TJ Watt was coming back, I would have changed my pick. Yeah. One thing, one stat, one stat that kind of sticks out from this game is 
Kenny Pickett rushing eight times for 51 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't, kind of, didn't had, take him. Hey, Greg Pickett even got a touchdown rushing. Uh, George Pickens. Yeah, yeah. he did. They, yeah, that was interesting too. I was like, oh wow, they're they're mm-hmm. they're making George Pickens that type of player. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the, these both these teams were not that great. Ha- they're not having a great season. No. Um. No. So it's not. There's not much to say, but it is interesting to see T.J. Watt come back, and the moment he comes back, Steelers kind of stop their losing streak. Yeah. Uh. So we'll see. We'll see if they're they're they'll able they'll be able to string some wins together. Um. Mike Tomlin only needs one franchise player, and he's like. Let yeah, me, let me do my magic. Let me just do my thing. I'm just gonna do enough to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move to Texans and Giants. Saquon had a game. Saquon definitely had a game. Uh, 35 carries, monster volume, mm-hmm. monster volume. And when I say this man is the offense, I mean that should tell you by yourself, by 30, itself. 35, 35 carries. carries, shit. <laughs> that's that's all I gotta say is shit. <laughs> yeah, shit. He's tired. Mm-hmm. Man, it's tired. Mm-hmm. Um Daniel Jones only threw it 17 times. Uh, good. Hey, hey um, he made the most of it though. It's so crazy seeing the Giants at, having that 7-2 record right next to their name. Right? That's so wild to me. They don't seem like a 7-2 team, but hey, they are. Wins um, are wins in this league. Wins are wins. Damian Pierce almost got to 100 yards off 17 carries. Uh, man is still running very nice, mm-hmm. very angry. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, we're going to see how Brandon Cooks, what what happens in that situation. I can't imagine it getting any better. No, no. It's um, either they release him soon or he finishes off the season and says, I'm done. And then I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Give, give me my give me my check. I'm putting in my two weeks. Week what is it? Week sixteen. Mm-hmm. Week sixteen. He's gonna walk in and be like, I'm putting in my two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not coming back. <laughs> Not coming back. All right, we got la- um, two more two more games, two more matchups. Okay, uh, Jacksonville, KC. It was looking interesting okay. in the beginning. I'll tell you that it was. But then it, it gets kind of like you know got away. Crazy how Kadarius Tony just comes onto the scene like that. Yeah, I mean, um, he he, and, re- he really resembles like you know how you um like announcers really compared Hardman Hardman to like Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. and it, like because they're both speedsters, but Tyreek obviously was the little bit of the better one. Oh yeah, I see Tony as like a Tyreek style of player as well with the speed with the speed and just like you know how he how he runs routes yeah something something about it reminds me of like a, a Tyreek Hill but it's 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 almost to the point where Andy Reid isn't even trying to hide it anymore every receiver that he brings into his team is a speedster in a way it, yeah. like the whole wide receiver, no, MVS was a speedster for the Packers. He was the bomb when it wasn't mm-hmm. Devonte Adams. It was MVS catching the bomb for mm-hmm. the uh, for the Packers. Mm-hmm. Um, Juju also. Juju was kind of the deep guy. 
Um, it's weird because when, Juju doesn't really have the best speed. He doesn't, but he was considered the, a fast person and for the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, like, he got open. He got open. He got open. You know. So, like, when you look at MVS, McCole Hardman, Kadarius Tony, Juju Smith-Schuster, it's like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And he knows <laughs> he knows he has a quarterback that has a great – like, he can pretty much make every throw. So, it's like, okay, if I just get a bunch of fast guys, there's a mismatch, there's a mismatch somewhere. Yeah. Um, And Mahomes is going to find it and nail it. Mm-hmm. Um, So – I mean, yeah, uh, Jaguars kept it interesting, but Chiefs are going to chief, and Mahomes with the classic four-touchdown game. Yeah, very Mahomesies. Very Mahomesies. Um, Oh, last game before we talk quickly on the Monday night game, because we forgot to talk about the Monday night game. Uh, Denver and Tennessee. Denver and Tennessee. Yeah. Tenny Hill um, made two touchdowns, one off a of flea flicker. <coughs> okay. Okay. So I I just have one thing to say right now. Uh, Denver Broncos are three and six. That means they played a total of nine games. nine games. Out of the nine games, out of the nine games, eight of those games they held opponents to twenty points or less. Mm-hmm. Out of those eight games, they held their opponents to 17 points or less. Mm-hmm. And they're three and fucking six. Mm-hmm. Do you know? I feel that's to me. I don't know why they're not talking about this stat more. I feel like this is a historical stat. Show me a team that through the f- f- through the first nine weeks, eight times they kept a team, their opponents under 20. And they have a losing record. <laughs> and not just a losing record. Like, it's bad. It's three and six. It's three and six. Like, his, your offense has to be historically bad. Yeah. You should not have this. It should be flipped. It should be six and three. Really? You should not be three and six when you're holding your opponents to 17 points or less in the majority of your games. You're, you're, you can't score 18 points. Yeah, it's it's so bad that, you know, like that Bears team that made it to the Super Bowl against the Colts. That was yep. a bad offense because they were running bad. They they were running on fucking No, Rex Grossman got was out for injury. Kyle, Kyle Orton, their third string quarterback. Yeah, and it was on the heels of a didn't wasn't Devin Hester going off at that time? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, he, he was like, yeah. Special teams was like points for them. Yeah, but st- like the, the 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 thing is, they didn't have a great offense, but they made it work. Mm-mm. They made mm-hmm. it work. In this case, they have a terrible offense and they can't make it work. And exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's the offense is historic. We've seen bad offenses with great defenses go far and make a run. Mm-hmm. Um. The Ravens did it with what what quarterback was that? Trent Dilford. Um Trent Dilford. Trent fucking Dilford. Yeah. That offense was ass. Garbo. Defense was defense was amazing. And my thing is it's 2022. It's so crazy to me that 
we're not talking about the Broncos defense when really this is so rare to see yeah. in, in this day and age. You don't see a defense this good keeping teams under 20 or even even more so under 17 mm-hmm. or 17 or less. And we can't even talk about them from a positive historical view because the offense is that dog shit. <laughs> it's like yeah. and and it and it pains you because it's not Trent Dilford. It's not fucking Grossman. We're talking about Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, like a roster that should be doing something. Yep. But it's not. And again, to me, that points to coaching and and it points to leadership. So I think they I'm they, glad. I think they lacked leadership from the coaching standpoint and I don't think it's 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 kind of showing that Russell Wilson is not the right leader, I guess. Mm-mm. 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 Pete Carroll masked a lot of flaws of Russell. I, Mask- I I guess so. Masked a lot of flaws from that man. Um but Derek Henry, I mean they they were able to stop him. Yeah. Uh, it pains me, man. Like they really lost 10 to 17, but that's been the theme for the Broncos and I don't think that's going to change. No, it's, it's not. This is it's, it's the reality. Going. It's the reality. It's the reality. Their offense at at best can score 14 points, which is fucking embarrassing. Yeah. But anyways, moving on to the Monday night game. Yeah, Monday night game, uh the Commanders gave Philly their first loss. Crazy. Yeah. No more undefeated teams in the league. No more, but this is a blessing in disguise for the Eagles. They got their L out it of the is. way. Got their L out of the way. Um, commanders did uh, Eagles things to the Eagles this game. They ran the ball mm-hmm. a lot. A lot. A lot. Compared to the Eagles only running it 20 times, which is crazy because... Mm-hmm. I really, I really felt like the Eagles were gonna really, you know, do a lot more ground pound, but um, right, that wasn't the case. Um, the Commanders did all that. Um, something about Heineke, something about Heineke just just gets the job done for the Commanders. Gets it done, you know. Just he, gets it done. He makes the right plays at the right time. You know, you look mm-hmm. at his stat line; it's nothing crazy, nothing, you know, nothing to brag about, but. When it came down to crucial down plays, he converted. Yeah, kept it going. That's what, you know, created, you know, the lead going into halftime and kept them, you know, how they secured the win. I mean, that 32-21 is kind of a a false alarm because that last-minute touchdown was because of, you know, tossbacks because it should have been a 26-21 game. But anywho. Yeah. Anywho, um, hey, they, but they did their okay, job. Let me ask you this: for the last two weeks now, because Washington basically almost beat the Vikings. Yeah, you know they they almost handed the Vikings an L. The Vikings had a fight for that. Mm-hmm. Now they come here Monday night. They defeat the undefeated Eagles. So back to back, they've taken two top teams from the NFC and really made them. Either well handed Eagles loss or made the Vikings really work for their dub. Yeah, should we start at five and five moving forward for the Washington Commanders? Should we start respecting this team a little more now that Heineke 
is playing these games? Uh, I don't know. I would respect the defense a little bit more. You don't think their offense can always show up? No, nah, I don't. Th- I, I mean, even with Heineke at helm, I still feel like th- that there's a lot of flaws with this offense. You okay. know, that I, I think the last two games, definitely um, the defense has been kind of helping a lot because the defense, really, the defense really stepped yeah. up this game. And you kind of yeah. go like the last few games that the defense allowed, 21, 20, 16, 21, 7, 21. Yeah. You know, the only game that got out of hand was the, the Lions game. So, I mean, the, the defense mm-hmm. is starting to really put things together. And um, Heineke's just making sure, limit the mistakes and make the um, drive stay alive. That's really what his job is. And he's doing an excellent job. Yeah. Now, the question mm-hmm. is, Carson Wentz comes back to, I don't think Heineke should lose his job. But does Carson Wentz take back the helm of starter? Um, I think if Heineke is stringing dubs together, I don't know. I don't know the timeline for once, but I think if he's on a win streak, it's almost like the Cooper Rush situation. It's mm-hmm. you kind of wait for Heineke to lose, and then you can justify it. But I don't know. I mm. mean, was Wentz really that convincing when he was there? No. Starting? I mean, the thing is, wasn't. look at. Heineke beat the undefeated Eagles. Wentz did it. Mm-hmm. So that that's yeah. a great argument right there because Heineke exactly. led 32-21. Wentz led to a 24-8 lost. Mm. You know. Yeah. When yeah. when Carson when Carson Wentz went down, um I wanna say the Commanders were three and one compared to two and four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I feel like it could be a little bit different than the Cooper Rush situation, but it, it just seems like they, yeah. they rally behind Heineke a lot more. Yeah, he's he's a lot more fearless. So, I think that's why he pulls off more plays. It's because he just takes his chances and sometimes it works out. Yeah. Um, as for the Eagles, I mean, yeah, they lost, but I, I think they're still in great position. Oh yeah, I think they just got away from their game plan. Yeah, and which yeah. Led, which basically led to a loss and made decisions that they didn't want to do, but they had to. So, uh, I mean, know. when you turn the ball over four times, it's going to take you off game script. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean. Mm. Nothing to really panic about for the Eagles. They they'll know their mistakes and they'll change it up. Now, if I see yeah, this in guys... two more games in a row, then we got a problem. But other than that, they're fine. They're fine. They'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Um. That's all right. That pretty much wraps it up for the week ten slate. Um. It's not going to be a long outro. We're just going to wrap things up here uh, tonight. Yes, yes. Thank you for joining us. It's been uh, Spuddy to my left. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And your boy Francis. Shout out Dougie. I hope you your feel bro- better. I 
I was looking forward to your rant with the Cowboys, but I'm gonna have to hear it privately, and I'm still looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, y'all know what it is. This is the Buds and Sports Podcast. We got the recap. Uh, this well, this was the recap episode. We got DraftKings coming up. Y'all know the deal. Follow us. We got content coming out every single week, and NBA is up. So if you're a basketball fan too. Join Dougie and Spuddy. They're covering the league. Hopefully this um, week. I'm, I might drop in as a guest every now and then, but uh, they're they're more of the basketball basketball heads. Um, but yeah, this has been Francis. That's Spuddy. Mm-hmm. Buzz and Sports Podcast. We are out.